Yeah, man, I, I'm I'm fully I am blown away. I'm near speechless. Uh, I was look, I I was genuinely worried about this. Yeah. I was very worried about this. There's been a lot. There's been a long gap. It we didn't end on the best note, and since then there have been a lot of shows that clearly wanted to be Game of Thrones, none of which could rise to the occasion, and it made me wonder. Maybe we're just past this. Maybe Game of Thrones cannot really be replicated. Maybe like the whole we've kind of done it already fantasy right? genre, the whole world building, the At whole its moment thing. already. Like like the next thing is just going to be the next thing, and we don't really know what it is, but it's definitely not going to be this stupid ass Game of Thrones prequel. And um, now I have dispelled every <laughs> single one of those notions. I am all the way in. I am I am buried in the ashes of the uh, of the throne that Drogon burned down. That's how that's how deep into this uh, I am. Um, You're ready to be heard again. I'm ready. To, oh, I'm so ready. My yeah. heart is wide open. I'm, I'm just, you know, look. The th- because the thing, the thing is, Ross dreams didn't make us kings. It's very true, Barrett. They Dragons did. did. Dragons did, Dragon. baby. Dragons did. Um, I think the pandemic gave us all some new perspective, and uh, we've seen a lot the last couple years since we last went into the a Song of Ice and Fire universe. We've seen a lot as a world. <laughs> and I think it has given us the ability to sort of move on from like, I, there was certainly a point where most of the fan base was like, nope, I'm done. that was it. They couldn't land, the, they couldn't stick the landing. So I am too disgusted, therefore, to give them my attention moving forward. George is never going to finish the books. They, they, we've already had a prequel get canceled. This whole thing is over. I'm moving on with my life. And then you watch this teaser trailer, and it is so easy to just forget all of that and, it, and get excited because this is, it looks fucking breathtaking. It, and it that's looks, what I needed at the very least. It looks amazing. And I, I don't, you know, I don't know where you want to begin, but this, like, this, in this thing wasn't, it, it was a teaser. It was a minute and 20 seconds. I'll just I'll I'll just find a minute place, and eighteen I'll just, seconds. I'll find a place to start here, and and let's just start with the HBO of it. These people know what they're doing. <laughs> yes, they do. The HBO has proven this over and over and over and over again. They rarely, rarely, rarely miss. Okay, so that's that's the first thing. This looks like an HBO show. The visual language of Game of Thrones has clearly been carried over. You got Miguel Sapochnik, who is who is um, co-show running this one. 
he knows what this is supposed to look like. Right. Right. That's that. That's the first thing. And I was curious about that. Would they change the overall look and feel of yeah. the world? And it, it was probably one of my main concerns was that they'd try too hard. They'd do yeah. too much. Yeah. They'd change too much. And and I want the feel of, of the old show yeah, with no, a new you, story. Right. Because this is this is the same world. And that leads me to my second point. All these other shows that have tried to to recreate this, whether it's like a, a new one like Foundation on Apple or even something like The Witcher, which we both really enjoyed, but clearly is like not of this quite the same caliber right. of, uh, of, of storytelling. That's a fair, very um, fair statement. Yeah. Uh, it, the thing about it is like we already know this world. That's the, that's the massive, massive, massive leg up that these guys have is that. We're familiar with the Targaryens. They don't have we to tell know us very, about Westeros. Exactly. Teach us nearly as much as they did. Exactly. So the the that that barrier to entry is super super low I because mean, we already know a little bit of history. We already know about a little bit about the these dynasties. You just the biggest point here for us, though. And it's like so so this this idea Remember, that but the drop off, bro. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like the drop off when we lost working off of George's material was where we got screwed. That's what makes this so genius. They have the benefit of all of George's material well, they can, at their disposal. And on top of that, they they don't have like you got to think that they would learn from what what the uh, what the first show did. Right. And here they 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 got to like they do have the material, but they also don't have like a so they've got like a Bible but they don't have like a specific book that they're going off of. They don't have to stick to some story that's already written. It's just exactly that. so the world for built source for them, material but, wise. Yes, the the world we're in is a good built spot. source material wise. Exactly, the history is already <clears throat> in play. They already have that. So now they get to just like write the story from the ground up. And I mean that's like so. It, I, I think it, it that might lower the ceiling, but I think it raises the floor. If, right, if that makes sense, or it may, does, or, or maybe I have that backwards. But like, it perhaps it lowers the 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 level of greatness the show could achieve overall because it's 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 unlikely that somebody comes up with a new narrative that is better than George R. R. Martin's think, original Game of Thrones. I think I take that back. It does make the floor lower because for Game of Thrones, the baseline was the the four, five, six books that they did have, true, which yeah. are fantastic, and that's what they had to go on. So this is like they do have to kind of come up with a compelling story from the get go. Right. But the ceiling is is higher here because we're not worried about like, oh, what do they do when they run out of material? Yeah. How are they going to close this off after they fall off the cliff of not having the books to go off of? Anymore? Yeah. And again, in, in defense so of like, Benioff and Weiss, that was never supposed to be the way like, right. right. We, it's yes. easy to pile yes. on these guys and hate on them. But like they were never supposed to be in the position where they were the ones having to write the end of the story. And uh, they weren't up to the task because, oh, no living human would have been. That's no, yeah. very impossible and to ask. So I'm, I'm actually, I, I'm geeked on the fact that they don't have books to go off for this one. I think that's, I, I think that is a, that's, I think that's beneficial to the show and the show's run as a whole. Um, let's talk about the actors a little bit. Yeah, Matt Smith is is the the featured guy in this one, and I, I he's probably the most well known face you're going to see because of his uh, two seasons on The Crown. Oh, that's what I know him from he The is, Crown. He he is the per, I think he's the perfect casting here, and most recognizable for me by far. In obviously, the we have not you know seen him do the show, but his voice sounds great, and man, he looks the part. He's got he 
he just has the right look for a Targaryen. He has that royal look where it's like, something's a little off, but you're still kind of handsome and attractive. Handsome, but maybe incest. But may- Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but yeah. <laughs> but it's perfect for thrones. It's perfect. It's perfect. Um, perfect for British royalty, perfect for uh, or European royalty yep. in general. Yeah. Um, and, and so perfect for, for, for being a, a Targaryen here. Yeah, no offense, man. Beautiful man. Um, and at the same time, it, I, you're, you're gonna, there are some like, kind of like unknowns, but with the casting, there, there will be people that you're like, oh, I, I've seen her in this. I've seen that guy in this. So it's Patty Considine, uh, Sonoya Mizuno from Devs, um, and, uh, and, uh, the, the, um, the movie with Oscar Isaac. She's like a robot. Ex Machina. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. And, and and a few other like names and faces that you'll that you'll recognize again. Something that I I'm very here for. I'm I'm glad that they went with like, you not, not they didn't need a star for this, but I think it was smart to get people that were not complete new, brand new unknowns. I will note Patty was in The Outsider. Yeah. What's El, what, he's El Cuco. What network was that? HBO. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> huh. Yeah, funny how that. How about works. that, he was also in Peaky Blinders. Um, season three, Wanka. Father, Father John Hughes in season three, I believe. Yeah, no, I'm just doing Roy Kent, but Roy Kent could be on on uh, on Peaky Blinders. Sure, couldn't he? He was in Cinderella Man. Anyway, I'm just going. Or maybe people. Jamie Tart is more of a fit for uh, for Peaky Blinders. He's here. He's there. He's every <laughs> fucking where. Wait, um, Jamie Tart's is baby is the, to the beat of Baby Shark. Right, Jamie Tart. Okay, we don't have to do that. Enough yet. of the tension, though. Sorry. Um, it all is. I like that they went for people that we like, kind of know, because it gives some level of like immediate credibility. Yes, you know, game and 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 this is this is a big budget show from the beginning. This is not some small like, you know, shot in the dark like like yeah, Game no, of Thrones was. I, look, I need to know they've got people who can crush character roles. Right. That's what I need to see on this roster. That, that's that's a good thing for this one. We're yeah. like off the off the bat, you're spending a hundred million in a season, right? Or whatever it'll be, somewhere in that range. I'm, you better I'm, get those I'm character sure. actors. Yeah. So the so it, it, it's good to get these guys. That I mean, Matt Smith is Emmy nominated for for Prince Philip in the Crown, right? Like we know this guy can hold the screen and and give dynamic performances. So I'm 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 stoked that they like. Of course, that you, you you you're not going to get a celebrity celebrity for this, and we don't want that. But the fact that they went and got some faces and some names that were like, yeah, this this dude can act. Yeah, you get somebody this, too this big. This girl can act, right. They bring in fucking Matt Damon. Yeah. Suddenly the whole thing Matt is ruined. Damon. Yeah. Can't do that, right? Everybody that was a star as a result of Thrones became a star during their run on Thrones, minus the man who was decapitated at the end of season one. <laughs> it was one of the things about it that was so phenomenally funny is it was like the dude they used to market the show at us, oh, hey, look, the guy from Lord of the Rings was gone and you were stuck there with all these unknowns that then won you over in every possible way. And, uh, oh, another guy on, on this that I'm excited to see, Riz, is it Reese or Riz? Reese Fons, Ifons? Oh, the guy, yeah, he's very recognizable. He's from stuff. He's from stuff. And things. Exactly, yes. And I trust him to he's entertain me. He's from stuff me. and he's from things. That's exactly, exactly right. That's what we want to he's see. He's one of those guys. That's exactly, yeah. Now, I'll say somebody who's not one of those guys, Gavin Spokes, who is very clearly our... Um, uh, eunuch-looking uh, character. Okay. <laughs> I'll just say uh, he looks a lot like the spider did. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm-hmm. Our boy Varys. He okay. looks like he's a varus character, Gavin Spokes. Just off a of look alone, I can see how that casting went down. Yeah. So. Um, well, as, as, as all the way in, as I am, 
Are you ready for a uh, a bit of concern trolling here? Say some say some concern. Can I say some concern concerning yeah, things? If we didn't, yeah. Well, we know that George R. R. Martin is involved in this. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. Miguel Sapochnik is involved in this. That's really nice. The other showrunner is a guy named Ryan Condal. Uh oh. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna give you his highest rated Rotten Tomatoes score <laughs> and his lowest rated. His highest rated was 58% with 2014's Hercules. His lowest rated was 51% with 2018's Rampage. So the hell's Rampage. That, that giant the gorilla rock movies? That gi- yes, yeah. Yeah, and Hercules whatever whatever that one was in 2014. I don't even remember it. Uh, My point is you already had Sapochnik to do the big action set piece sequences. Like that's what you brought him in for is this is this is the guy that did Battle of the Bastards and Hard Home and and uh, and the the, and the and the Battle of Winterfell, the Night at Winterfell, whatever that one was called. Um, why'd you need this guy who's done mediocre giant action films? Like Dude. I would have rather seen a co-showrunner like, you know, where's the Cogman at? Where's the Nutman at? Where are these guys that are like known for for helming the actual stories? It sounds like this is a screenplay guy alone like condal is a screenplay dude yeah well his screenplays have kind of sucked though is what i'm saying it's a little odd that he did go from screenwriter for the films hercules and rampage to straight show up running house house of the dragon an executive producer who co-created the tv series colony and the upcoming tv series house of the dragon yeah, so I'm just big that, step. That's my that right now. That's my biggest concern is that I don't see anyone, you know, up front that I'm like, oh yeah, that guy can write stories. And so I'm the and and that brings me to the piece that I'm like that I'm split on a little bit. They obviously went, you know, we we're, we're all very familiar with the the long night right. pilot that was filmed and then shot down, and in what like seemingly in favor of this show right here, House of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. I'm watching this trailer a minute and 18 seconds. We get the big, you know, the the, the badass voiceover, which finish, finishes with the word dragons. And I'm like, I, I'm very split on my emotions there. Because it, at, for, you know, on one side, I'm like, yeah, it's genius to bring back the dragons, man. They're awesome. They they look, they, they figured out the CGI on them. They're dope as hell. They're very scary. They They make sense in this world. Like, this is why these people dominated for the for so long the, the way that they did. Like it's a very you know we we've got all the skulls in the throne room when we're in Game of Thrones and it's like it's all very cool and I'm I'm stoked to see more of it. Right. On the other side, I'm like, are the dragons just going to be this man's giant gorilla and rampage? Like, is is this? Are we going too heavy into action film here? Part of the genius of the original of, of Game of Thrones was those initial seasons where it's all just people a bunch of people in talking rooms. in rooms, as we've talked about uh, many times. And so it's like, I, you know, I you, that's the, if I've got a concern, it's that they're focusing too much on the action of it all and the dragons of it all. And le- and and I hope that there's somebody being like, yeah, the story's got to make sense too. We got to have really, really good. good. We got to have right? really good conversations in rooms with with Matt Smith and let, let this guy cook and, and who are the other families coming into play here? Because we know that stuff's going to matter. Yeah. And, and this so, is, it's 200 years before what we saw, right? right? Which is like, 
it's a minute, but it's also not the most it's also insane not, yeah, amount of time. No, right. So yeah. like it, it's it's fairly recent history. They they're gonna have familiar vibes to play with, and it's yeah. it's the thing. Yeah, like to your point, I didn't need to see that they brought in somebody who had very little experience doing what what seems to be maybe financially successful action movies, but right. just generally large pieces of trash that we all know <laughs> yes. don't need to exist in any world. Um, that's the guy we've got running this thing with Sapochnik, who very much earned that spot. Why does Miguel trust him? I don't know. We don't know anything about this Ryan Condo character. We're going to have to find out more. Um, but just off the resume, I'm like, yeah, it's an uh-oh. It's definitely one of the uh-ohs about this whole situation. And again, it's the thing that I feel like it can, it can get lost in the shuffle, but season, the last season of Game of Thrones, the biggest air was they were like, we need the we need spectacle. We have these ideas for these th- scenes that can provide us with that spectacle, but they didn't make sure the story was good enough to matter. And if you can create all the spectacle in the world and the biggest, craziest CGI explosions and dragon fights and... yeah. But if the story's not good, we don't care at all. Right. There's plenty of that going on elsewhere. I can on go, every I can goddamn go watch network. Rampage. Yeah. Every <laughs> network and ha- half the movie's being made. Yeah. Right? Um, that's not what we're going to be here for. So it is the thing that scares you a little. It's like, are they going to have the, the, the story to pull this off? Yeah. Um, that clearly they were able to sell HBO on and that we have a lot of hope for and they have a lot of proven victories with this universe already. But it didn't end on the best note. We don't know anything about one of these dudes who's kind of in charge here. Yeah. The the only, like the the show that he did for USA Network Colony, it seems to be it went three seasons and it it, it seems to be well received. Seven point four out of ten on IMDb, ninety two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So maybe maybe he has more success in storytelling on the small screen, right? And again, I come back to the to the HBO of it all. They typically don't hand out shows to showrunners that suck ass. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, whether it's uh, Jesse Ferguson, I think his name. Did I say that right? What's the What's the Jesse Jesse Armstrong Jesse Armstrong Armstrong uh, for Succession or? Um, the, I mean, again, they uh, just mostly put out incredible product. You know, White Lotus guy. What's his something White Matt uh, Mike White Mike White. Thank you. Like. You know, they're giving shows to to good people. So this Ryan Condal, 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 he must have something. He must have something going for him. And uh, and and I you hope, know, God, I hope so. After the trailer, like I said, like I, this trailer, I, I can't express enough. I don't remember the last. It gave me full on chills when I watched it. Yeah, I think I, it looks incredible. Ready to be heard again is the closest I can come up with in terms of like my excitement level. Like it, it, it was so on the nose what I needed to see without over promising anything, without yep. getting too crazy with it. Just give us some hype lines to argue about and some incredible visuals, and let's get the hell out because we don't. I like the scary thing is when I start to think about the reliance on dragons, right? Like, oh, men don't, what is the line? Men don't create empires, dragons do, or whatever. It's like, yeah, but also when you guys brought dragons full-blown into the first show, it fucking destroyed it. Like, most (laughs) of what we argued about was how stupid it was during the Battle of Winterfell that there's dragons just flying around for 45 minutes in the dark, 
Or the Daenerys had three dragons and then still almost lost and like got down to one dragon because she forgot about the Iron Fleet. The whole thing was a mess. And and then I don't know if you if you watch spoiler alert, but one of the dragons ends up slaughtering everyone. And you're just kind (laughs) of like, maybe I'm not a big fan of dragons. And then they were like, you know what we'll do? Go back to the dragon well. But I think the more important (laughs) note here, Barrett, is that they knew. They had to go Targaryens. Because the incest would hook us again. That is, yeah. They've seen yeah. what's been happening on Pornhub. Oh, yeah. They see the Google trends. Oh, Barrett, yeah. You think they don't know up there at HBO? I can't. I, there, there's not a video on the on the tubes, from what I hear. Anymore. That is uh, not like a step incest themed. thing. So, They're all incest yeah. themed. And and they that's just knew. what people. That is just what people are 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 getting their jollies off to these days, man. On our screens, and, we and want incest. What what else did we just see? We just saw something else where we were rooting for incest. Did we not? Uh, the Crown. Um, oh, it was just me. <laughs> um, there were. It was. Uh, was this just you rooting for it? No, there was just Strange, there was, was it doing Stranger there was, Things. There was just something else that involved some. Incest, time tra- Oh, Loki, Loki. Oh, Loki. Oh, yeah, you okay, didn't watch fair. it. No, nope, that's why Loki I wasn't had with some you. sort of incest thing happening. Is it as a well. cousin or a sister? Uh, well, what is it when it's a version of yourself, but in an alternate reality, and in that alternate reality, you're a female? That's the hottest kind of incest. <laughs> that's everybody's wet dream, right? To fuck themselves. Kind of yeah. right, and even better if yourself as a woman in a different reality in a different reality or the opposite sex if that's what you're into so you're saying maybe, maybe you know loki gets it on with girl loki in an alternate universe I, that's what i I'm cannot saying. wait yes. to watch this i've <laughs> got to get through the rest of these marvel movies man it's good i cannot wait i've been and too busy with all, squid game and and again we're like like in game of thrones where we're just absolutely jazzed about Kit Harrington and Amelia Clark getting getting some nephew Aunt Lovin going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you're like stoked on the Loki 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 action. Loki girl Loki. Yeah, girl Michael, whose name is Sylvie. Um, Loki Sylvie action. So it's uh, that's just it, people love this. Hey, shit, they man. hooked us with it. The incest. They, they, they knew did. it would bring us back. They made the right choice. And uh, the the only other thing I will throw out as far this, as the visuals now this go, time we're going to get to see some like fully. We know what we're doing. It's going to be a little bit more Jamie. Jamie Cersei than it will be uh, John Daenerys. Right. Very intentional incest. So very intentional incest. Mm-hmm. So will it be... Makes me more comfortable, Will honestly. it be quite as hot and, you know, clapworthy? And like uh Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, but, but yeah, it, it's... Look, they couldn't go back... They didn't go back to the Lannisters and the Starks and the other things like that because I, I think they were like, well, we can't just... We can't just run that ba- run that back because it's too much the same. It'll be too similar, right? If like, we involve this all is, the same families the whole time. Since we're only going back 200 years, like you said, which in the grand scheme of things is not that long, we got to go back to a time that doesn't feel as familiar. Well, why, like, why won't this one feel as familiar? Well, because in between this and then, dragons full-on disappeared, right? Like this was a... This was a full, a real dynasty that was happening. Built around dragons. Built around dragons. And so then the dragons a... are gone by the end of that dynasty. Yeah. And mismanaged and uh, mishandled to the point that they're extinct. Yeah. Until Daenerys Targaryen in Game of Thrones brings Bring, them back. Brings them back. So that, so I, I just, I think that... Like the incest is bringing us back. I, I, th- <laughs> I think that there are a lot of reasons why they decided to go Targaryens and dragons and... Um, I, I'm not, I, I'm okay with that as long as, right? 
We just oh, hope for that, sure. We just hope that this that hey. they that they execute on the story. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend there's not still some level of fear within me. But like my fear was like they're going to put out such a clunker trying to overdo this thing yeah. that I'm not even going to be able to watch it because visually it's going to upset me. Right. This is not that. And I'll, I'll tell you, one of the things when Lord of the Rings rebooted and they went prequel, one of the things that always threw me and that I think kept those movies from reaching their full potential and really satisfying the fans long term, they haven't aged well. Um, if you were a big fan when the you Hobbit saw them originally. Ones? Yeah, if you're like, what, what was wrong with the Hobbit movies? Yeah, go watch them again. Uh, it's, it's the visual, like this was a prequel that looked like it took place after the originals mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. the visuals were so updated yep. and sharp and like they went too fast on the frames. I think I remember it was like too many frames per yeah, second. Yeah, man, and, and they it were looked... it just got a completely different feel, and yeah. it was just like oh, this feels like the future, not the past. Yeah, right, right, right. Like that feel didn't matter, and it totally matters. You cannot screw with the feel, the vibe, and that's why I needed to see on the screen match match my vibes. You're only two hundred years away. And in Game of Thrones years, that's 20 seconds, bro. They laugh all the time about how long winter lasts. It's like thousands of years sometimes <laughs> and shit. This is only 200 years ago. Question, are we going to have to deal with winter? Is it still coming? Are they not going to shut up about that? That great question. You got to think that if the Starks are not around, we're not going to get a lot of winter is coming. Less winter, how that is more the, dragons. Seeing as how that is their, um, their whole thing. Their yeah. house phrase. Slogan. 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 It's really their yeah. whole brand. Um, uh, real quick before we get out of here, any, yeah. I, I wanted to call attention to any specific shots that really stood out to you. The one that left me, um, the most wet, I would say is okay, uh, <laughs> disturbing, but okay. <laughs> uh, is, um, the throne room, man. There, there was a lot of talk about, yeah. What it, about it, Barrett? In original, in original Game of Thrones. About how, like, book readers were like, no, that's not what the throne looks like. It's got, like, four million swords. They well, showed us a fucking picture of it in the book, man. That's not our fault. Yeah, they're, and now they're giving you the four million swords on this thing. Leading like, up to leading it. Leading like up a path. to it. Yeah, and it looks tight. And it's the thing Very in the trailer tight. that got me most hyped, but also <laughs> made me go... Well, so did at some point somebody was like, this is too dope. Let's get rid of these extra swords. Yeah, post-Targaryen. Somebody was some, some, some... Somebody was like, this is too violent yes, and, yes. and Targaryen-y. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. They redecorated. Yeah, they were, they moved all the dragon skulls down to the dungeon Bro. and got rid of the lead-ups, the sword lead Just up. on this alone. <laughs> just on this, this premise alone. I'm hyped for the show. Completely redecorated everything we've seen. But with a completely Targaryen feel to it, we never got to see we that. We never got to see it. Don't know if you know this. Danny didn't quite make it to the throne. Not quite. Not quite. Right there. Though. Didn't even so, sit on it. So fucking close, Barrett. So fucking close. Maybe this time. Targaryens. Well, I guess they're already there. One to touch the hyena. That's what the Anyway, really stoked to watch Targaryen on Targaryen sex making. <laughs> um, very excited. Obviously, Barrett and I couldn't be more thrilled with the teaser. Still not going to pretend there's no no, like... Fear in my heart, but hashtag ready to get hurt again. I am ready to get hurt again. <laughs> um, what do we have a date on this? And thing? Hashtag mudgate. Nope, nope, no, no date, huh? But sons but. of bitches, they hit us with this and getting couldn't even slap a fucking fall twenty twenty two on there. No, just twenty twenty two. But I'm I I just have a feeling that look, man, I think things are going to work out and. If I had, if I had to guess, if I had to guess, mm -hmm. I say I I'm just going to guess that this debuts within a month of us wrapping up coverage of The Sopranos. 
You think they're timing it that closely? I think they're timing it that closely. Their whole programming just I, based I don't on know. Ours. I don't I can't say for sure that they're paying attention to us. I just feel like the the stars will align for us on yep. this one. Yep. And uh and and thank God because without it the this show might end. All of the gods. <laughs> all the new. Yeah, you and I might literally <laughs> die, therefore the podcast would end if we had to handle both of those projects at the same time. Um Another one of the scenes, very very quickly before we leave, that caught my attention and made me go, oh, God, yes. Hand of the Kingpin. Mm. I want to know who it is. Who's our new Hand of the King? Who's the Hand of the King? I didn't didn't go ruin everything for myself by reading 6,000 Reddit threads about all of the Hands of the Mm -hmm. Kings in history so that I wouldn't be able to enjoy this show. The information is probably out there. That's, yeah. Who's the king? Who's that Targaryen king sitting on the throne? Guess who doesn't know? This ignorant doofus. (laughs) Looking forward to it. We're going to be discussing it, obviously, here. Um, all season long when it drops on Oysters, Clams, and Cockles. So we appreciate y'all. Right now, Barrett and I are covering The Sopranos on patreon.com slash Oysters, Clams, and Cockles. Episode by episode, one companion podcast that is friendly to both first-timers and repeat watchers per episode of The Sopranos. We're almost halfway through season four. You can join us now on patreon.com slash Oysters, Clams, Cockles. You immediately get access to all of the pods we've already dropped. You can watch The Sopranos, another one of HBO's classic shows right now. As you gear up for, uh, hopefully, their next one, House of the Dragon, coming at some point in 2022. Is 2022. Inf- That's Go right. watch the teaser if you haven't already. Uh, it'd be weird if you didn't watch it before you heard us discuss. So, Barrett and I will be back soon. At Barrett Dudley everywhere. At WR Bolin. At Clams and Cockles on Instagram. At Oysters Clams Cockles on Twitter. Some variation of that. We're around. Find us. Social medias. Be back soon. Peace. 